This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Got an email from my buddy Stan Casaccio from the Don't Back Down show on WWDB in Philadelphia. And because Stan is my good friend and I like the things that Stan sends me, I eagerly opened the email and what did I find? Well, there was a little article about uh, Carrie Lake. I don't know if you know, Carrie Lake was running for Arizona uh, governor and was defeated and Carrie Lake has been filing numerous different lawsuits, lawsuits claiming that there's been improprieties and that the election, I guess, should be overturned. I'm not sure about that part. Uh, but she hasn't had much luck with this either. And in this latest uh, case, this is the one that my buddy Stan was emailing me about, that the judge threw out this uh, case about signature verification, claiming that uh, signatures were being, you know, verified in like a second, one second each, or, or maybe even less. I don't know. And it, you know, it's not possible to verify signatures in that fashion. And that uh, I, I didn't look at the full suit to understand how that all tied together, what the claim was, and what the damages allegedly were. But either way, the judge threw it out. And my buddy Stan, being the good Republican that he is, you know, he says, "Ah, we need to, we need to find justice." I emailed him back. Uh, he, uh, he emailed me and a few other uh, close friends, close people. And I emailed him back, but I, I didn't email everybody because I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. You know what I mean? I emailed him back. I said, Stan, you're not going to like my response to this, but we need to go take a look at what Republicans did uh, in the governor race there. What's his name now? I'm drawing a blank. In the Marine was running as an independent, Larry Sharp. Um, Larry Sharp running as an independent, and the Republican Party ran him out. They did the, and they did the reverse of what Carrie Lake is alleging. That's the really ironic thing. They threw, uh, uh, threw him off saying that, uh, I don't know, I guess you need like 150,000 signatures to get on the ballot in New York, something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers. And then if I can say, ah, that we can't verify, you know, too many of them, you can't run and have enough signatures. Now, here's what's funny about that, okay? I was talking to somebody up in New York who's conservative-leaning, of all things, about this story. And I said, you know, uh, we're talking about election issues, ironically enough. This is during the New York governor race. Uh, presumably the same time the Carrie Lake story's going on. So, you know, whatever claims that uh, Carrie Lake has in Arizona, shouldn't they be applied out in New York as well? Well, it's not because it's uh, bound by state law. So the Democrats are in control in Arizona. They get to play their dirty tricks. The Republicans that were in control of the Republican side in New York played their dirty tricks. And one of those <clears throat> was to keep Larry Sharp off the ballot, which they successfully did. And here's how it was done, something like this. Uh, whoever the, the election official was there, elected, appointed, I'm not really sure about that, but whoever this single person, without any real oversight, without any real accountability, just made this declaration. Maybe they consulted with a lawyer. There might be more to that. They can make it sound very credible. 
But my point is this. As a practical matter, there was no information provided on how they came to the conclusion that these signatures were not real. And if that was the test then, why is the test so much different in Carrie Lake's case? So, you know, how were they verifying them in one second then? My point is this, that the Democrats are playing dirty games in Arizona and the Republicans are playing dirty games in New York City. And by the way, I've seen uh, the only election, uh, I didn't want to use the word fraud because if it was fraud, it would be prosecuted. That's a fraudulent term in itself. Election improprieties, games played on both sides. But the only ones that I've ever seen firsthand has been Republican. Why is that? Because that's all I'm around. And my point to my buddy Stan, and the point I'm trying to make to you is, what do you want to say that, oh, the, that the Democrats have to play by the rules but not us? Okay, sure. Let me know how that's going to work out. I don't think it is. Anyway, it was a, an interesting story. Too bad, Carrie Lake, you're stepping into a system that you know nothing about. What is this swamp that you keep referring to? What is this definition of the swamp? They don't tell you. Ooh, there's always got to be a boogeyman in politics. It's the weather, it's the Russians, it's the swamp, it's the Nazis. It's unbelievable the crap that people fall for. What is the swamp? In specific terms, can anybody answer that? Well, it's those people down in Washington. Nobody knows. Nobody knows because nobody's said it. There's a definition. All right, I'm going to get everybody registered as, as being in the swamp. Registered swamp dwellers, people have no idea what they're talking about. Everybody's developing their own idea in their own mind. It's the employees down there. It's the establishment politicians, the ones that have been around a long time. It's the people in the parties. It's the rich money donating to them like Soros, maybe all the above. It's clear there's a problem, but the fact of the matter is you better understand how politics works before you get into it. Carrie Lake didn't understand that. Didn't understand that Carrie Lake was never going to be governor of Arizona because the people that were making that decision weren't in favor of her. You say, what do you mean? Isn't that the people? Don't you wish. Don't you wish. I had this thought I shared with a good friend of mine recently. I'd be interested to know what you have to say about it. You can email me at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. I'd like to know what you think about this. I said it to my friend. He said, I think you're right. I said, I don't think that they'll allow Trump to be president again. I don't think they'll allow it. He is too much of a threat to the the, the global establishment, at least the, uh, the American bankers or the dollar bankers. I don't know. Who is this boogeyman? I don't know. But this 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 global, um, I don't know, resource, what, I don't know what the word to put on it. He's a threat to the way things are currently done. They see it as that. And they're going to fight. Listen, they stole an election. They threw COVID at us in order to steal the election. Because unlike Kerry Lake, Trump dude did what he was getting into for that first round. He played the... Uh, the, the social media game won handedly, uh, but then they threw COVID at us. They stole an election. Look at what they've done to Trump. They won't stop. Everybody says, look what they did to Trump. What they did to Trump 
Look at they did to us. They put COVID on us. Bottom line is I'm saying to you that I do not think that they will allow Trump to be president. And I think that they, they, they'll go to serious lengths, particularly to um, uh, to go in that direction. I have uh, some evidence to support this theory, by the way, that I'll be sharing with you later in the week or early next week. I'm not sure yet. But I'm, I'm convinced it could, it could cause a serious problem. That they arrest him, take him uh, out of the race. Wouldn't it be funny if they arrest him and put him in prison and he wins the election? What would they do? Freak out. I don't know. I, I'm not trying to predict any of that. I'm just telling you. Uh, I can see the, 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 the turbulence starting to form. The primary is approaching, and you're going to see things start to get really, really strange. Did you hear about the, the U-Haul that drove into the White House? You didn't hear about this? This U-Haul bumps into the, the concrete barriers because all these buildings are surrounded by concrete barriers that stop this kind of thing. And uh, this U-Haul drives into it, not with any speed or anything, bumps into it, does it a sec, backs up, does it a second time, uh, finally he's, uh, you know, apprehended. Uh, they go, there wasn't much in this U-Haul, uh, but there was a Nazi flag, which the FBI laid out on the ground near the truck. Uh, this is so laughable. Anybody doesn't see that this is staged? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It certainly doesn't look legit, but you watch. Mark my words as I tell you right now. God is my witness. I never say that. I don't know why I just said it now. You're going to see things get very, very strange. Don't be surprised if Black Lives Matter has a big comeback. Um, riots in the streets. Mass shootings. It's all coming up going to be coming soon you just watch all in, in a, moving things in a certain direction and it won't be in the direction of trump you don't believe me let me tell you one of the little tricks this is the question that people always ask me how are they like oh you say that they're stolen how are they stolen well let me give you some of what i know it was this story where'd it go this is from the gateway pundit uh this is a uh former uh, CIA, um, I'm sorry, a former Trump advisor saying that the, the CIA has been rigging the election through the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now, that's not taking votes away, but it's certainly putting false information out there. Now, some people would say, well, the, the Hunter Biden story didn't make my decision to vote or not and impact me. So, you know, what are we talking about here in terms of the election? Well, let me tell you a couple things about that. First of all, there are people that it impacts. So it is a problem. People that are gullible, people that don't do fact-checking, people that don't care, blah, 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 blah. But they fall for it for whatever reason. And the other thing is, even if you're a little bit more savvy or a little bit more cynical, that maybe you don't fall for these things like that, great. This is one that you know about. What about all the ones that you don't? How much misinformation is being fed out there? How much? A lot, I would have to imagine. Is the CIA meddling in, in American elections when they're feeding out misinformation or blocking information or refusing to release or altering information? 
about matters specific to the election, the campaigns themselves. It's not like they were covering up, uh, you know, a, a military operation or money being spent. No. Interfering directly in the political campaigns. Don't tell me it's not a big deal. Is that election fraud? No. Uh, This guy says that it's election rigging. A mess. I don't know. Uh, Somebody else was asking me, uh, sent me something. I think it was our buddy Dan about um, uh, problems with the ballots, printing errors. Somebody. I don't know if it was Dan. Anyway. How, many, how often do you think this goes on? <laughs> right? And, and let me tell you the problem with this. I saw it firsthand at a, at a committee uh, reorganization meeting. This is within the party itself. This is a dirty little trick. Everybody's there. Everybody has their ballots, and they're printed wrong. And you've got 50,000 of these out there mailed out. How do you get them back, get back in touch with all those people to make sure it gets straightened out? It's impossible. So you mail out the wrong ballots, people send them back and they vote, or not, or you know they haven't done it yet or whatever, and the second one comes up. Are they going to carefully look at it? People are busy. How much, how much of a problem does it create? You never know. You never know. You don't even know how much of an impact it has. Chaos. How about uh, uh, election chaos? Do a little Google search. One the only time I'm ever going to tell you to use Google specifically. And Google ballot printing error and click news. As of today, there was 1,440 results. Oregon, public broadcasting, good liberal outlet, got to believe this. Printing error in Oregon uh, delays... I can't pronounce this county. What kind of name that is? Ballot mailing for May election. Or maybe they go late. Ballot printing error affects uh, Milwaukee, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Deja vu. Printer's flub makes every Nassau County voter a Democrat six days ago. All recent articles right there, that's the top few of 1,440 current ballot printing error stories. Unfreaking real on so many levels. Why is it going on? Right in plain view. The ballot printing errors with the mail-in ballots, it's a huge, huge problem. It really is. And notice, I'm not even attacking the mail-in voting itself. There's too many people that support it. That argument's not going to win anymore. The political establishment might still take it away if they view it as a problem on their end, but they're not going to take it away as a problem on your end. So I'm not going to argue the value of mail-in voting. I'm going to argue that they can't get the ballots right. How are you supposed to have a proper and fair, fair election with this going on? So election rigging, ballot fraud... And the stories that I mentioned to you, Carrie Lake's allegation that the signatures on these ballots weren't verified. If you trace them back, you'll find that they go to to, to dead voters, I guarantee you. The Republicans in New York doing the opposite of uh, of not including candidates. This is what they do with the printing errors. Oh, we, we accidentally printed our favorite candidate twice, if you can imagine that.
Now, how do you reconcile this nightmare? I saw it done happen firsthand in a room full of 500 people. That's what uh, we're going to ask every candidate to come up and, and spare words for it, and the sound system's not working. What? We're going we're gonna to give every candidate 30 seconds and talking, and this is what you're listening to. And then they're trying to describe the ballot printing error to you. This Republicans doing this, this nonsense. I don't know if you remember me telling you the story. I got so angry. Almost stormed the stage. That's a true story. That's why I decided I was not going to run for office. I said, you know, I don't think it's the place for me. I do not. What are the other things uh, affecting the elections directly and indirectly? Here's a story. Uh, Trump White House lawyer predicts bad news for former president. Well, you hear this every day. Oh, big news. It could be. Arrests could be coming soon. <laughs> Here's how I can tell you for uh, absolute certainty that there's no legitimate arrest of Trump. If there was a legitimate arrest of Trump, what would you be seeing? You would be seeing the arrest of other people involved first. They would take them in in hopes of getting people to turn on the Don. But you're not seeing any of that happen. Does that mean that they won't arrest Trump? I wouldn't put it, put it past them. Wouldn't put it past them. He'd probably raise more money while he's in jail anyway. He'd probably be happy to do it. Migrant crossing. Um, migrant crossings dropped on Friday, the first day after uh, Title 42 was lifted. Is anybody really believing this? New York isn't. They're, they're crying about this migrant problem. Well, how many people are being pumped in and then they're going to be encouraged to vote? No, you say. Elon Musk says George Soros hates humanity and compares him to a Jewish supervillain. Isn't that anti-Semitic? Why doesn't Elon Musk have to play by the same, same rules as everybody else? I don't know. IRS invest, uh, cans the investigative team for Hunter Biden's probe. The, the, the whistleblower comes out. This is the dirty tricks that they're playing. This is the swamp. The people behind this are the swamp. People in the IRS, IRS supervisors, maybe under political pressure, who knows? They, they just, they, they, the, team, the whistleblower comes out, uh, makes claims about Hunter Biden, and they say, you know what? They just fire the whole investigative team. How do you say that that's not interfering with the election? This was a good news. Uh, Pennsylvania settled an election integrity lawsuit and deleted 178,000 bad names from voter rolls. When this comes to light, they can't defend it. How do you defend having all these people on the voter rolls that just shouldn't be there? When people do see the information, you know, they realize uh, it's got to change. You shouldn't have dead people on the voter rolls. They're, why are, and why are they fighting to keep them there? Why did it take a lawsuit? That is the, uh, what do you call it, the, you know, the, the, the nuclear option. They, they, they call up the dead people to vote. I, I would imagine that those lists, those names are for sale. You know, so if you get in trouble in the election, you're like, um, we're going to need another 100,000 votes in Pennsylvania. We can get them for you. It's going to cost you half a million dollars. Who knows? Who, that's what I'm guessing is going on. I don't know. I'm just uh, totally speculating on that. But you have to ask yourself, why would they be so, why are they clinging to this? 
Why, why wouldn't any reasonable person want to scrub the voter rolls and make sure it only includes the proper people? Why would anybody in the world think that having dead people on the, on the, on the voter rolls from the 1850 is good for an election system with any kind of integrity? It's not. Sprinkle in mail-in voting, printing errors, uh, insiders in, in major federal departments rigging the news and lawsuits and investigations and everything else. All of the media that's controlled by those same government organizations that we now know. We now know from the Twitter files that it's a fact. The FBI was dictating what Twitter could and couldn't uh, say effectively. That's not the right way to say that. Proven, but the information put out there. Reasonable to believe that they were at Facebook. And either way, it just so happens that the same agenda that they were forcing on Twitter was the same agenda as Facebook, MSNBC, CNN, uh, uh, BBC, uh, NPR. Isn't that interesting? All the major media fell in line with what the FBI fell in line with. And nobody sees that as a major problem, as a true threat to our democracy. It absolutely is. And the names of the dead voters, that is ultimately the number one way. At the end of that, there's other little dirty tricks. Um, I definitely think that there needs to be more oversight. There needs to be more consistency in the system. Somehow. People of this country need to take back our elections and get things fixed. And we better do it quick because things are falling apart. I'm telling you, I can just feel it. There's something big coming, something big brewing. And I don't mean that in a good way. What are you going to do? Hey, God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.